0: Welcome to Healthcare Hacks and Connections Podcast. Here you will learn all things podcasting, acquire amazing tips and tricks, required to transform your podcast into an essential tool to grow your business. On this show, we will bring in expert guests from across the healthcare spectrum. They will share their personal stories, discuss their struggles, and give real examples of how a podcast helped to grow their business. Now let's head into this week's episode.
1: All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have a special guest with me, Berg. I've looked up to this guy, man, I feel like four years now. So where I found him was a YouTube video originally, and it was him applying to PT school with a two-point GPA. We just confirmed that. And I looked up to this guy just because I was like, man, if he can do it, I can do it. And I know he inspired so many others just like me in this space to now like they are clinicians, they are physical therapists, they are occupational therapists that he inspired. And, you know, so we're going to get, we're going to get to hear a story about that, but also, so he went from a pre-BT coach to a soccer influencer to an Instagram coach, but I just want to give the stage to him now, introduce himself a little more to you guys, but Berg, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. I think you're the first
2: person who referred to me as a soccer influencer. I never thought. I never thought about some other soccer influencer. But when you when I think about it, I was like, yeah, I was a soccer influencer. <laughs> yeah, I was. 20k uh, followers. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's going down now because I don't post anything on it until this day. I'm still getting followers. People are still following me. And I'm like, yo, don't you guys look at the last post? Like, it was like August 2020. Since I posted, you're still
1: following me. It's crazy, man. It's that that long form SEO that's still coming around. Maybe you should yeah, po- post man. That's what I that's what I need now on my new page. That yeah.
2: long form SEO. That's what I need. Yeah. But thank you for having me on, man. I've been wanting to talk to you for a while uh, about podcasts and how you got into it. But we yeah. can save that for when we go live on my Instagram. Stage. Yeah.
1: to
2: yeah. Pay attention to this if you want to see. Look at that. I'm,
1: I'm already, plugging. There, <laughs> I'm already plugging. there you go. There you go. Yeah. Go for oh, it. Yeah. This is this is fun. Yeah. Yeah, So just tell the audience just a little more about you. Like, how did you even become this like Instagram coach? So this is how
2: it started. Right. So I got into school with a low GPA. Right. So right after I got into school, I grinded for like two years, two classes, worked like 40 hours a week. Plus, I was doing 20 hours at a clinic just to get experience and just to get like a good ass recommendation letter. Because all the ones that I was getting was just generic, because I figure if I work for somebody for 20 hours I, on top of that, today there's no way they're not going to like me. So I did that. So retook classes after classes, after classes, retook the GRE. So I grounded, I grinded to get into PT school. So when I finally got in and um, something just told me like, yo, this is not going to be it. And I'm like, I don't know why I was getting this feeling. So then I started looking on, on YouTube and figuring out what was going on in the profession. What was the, like the salary, how much money people were getting. You would think you look at this stuff before you apply to PT school. No, I was looking at this stuff like after I got in. So then I found Greg Todd saw his video, right? Hey, Greg Todd was doing this video about income in physical therapy and how um, being a physical therapist is not enough. That was like when Greg Todd was just like starting out too. Yeah. So then I saw him and I messaged him on YouTube. I said, Hey, um, if you got into PT school just now, like, why would you do like going back? If you were in my position to kind of like set things up for you so you can succeed after you graduate physical therapy schools. And he's like, Mm -hmm. well, I would just get my course (laughs) just like that. He said, but seriously though, like we have pre-PTs and I have students student in my course right now. I'm like one of those weird guy that you don't have to convince me much to buy a product. Like I don't need to do my research. Like if I like you and I get a good vibe and the product fits, I'll buy it. So I to my bank account at that time, the cost was like $400. So I purchased the course and then I started meeting new people. I started learning about like digital marketing. I was, this is a whole, this is like three months before I start PT school. So I'm like excited. I was like, oh my God, like this is a whole completely new world. Digital marketing, like you got to post stuff. I've never posted anything. Like I posted stuff on like Instagram, but it was like pictures of cats like everybody else was doing. Same thing on Twitter. Like you post at that time, Twitter was like, if you're eating something, you post, hey, I'm eating this. Like those were the days. So, but never like posting something as, as grandiose as like a video on YouTube. No, I never saw myself doing anything like that at all. So then as I'm going to the module, i Greg is like pushing us out of our comfort zone. Like I'm, my head is like on fire. It's like, man, like I just got on this course, like a month ago. And this guy, he wants me to like conquer the whole world. Like what's going on? But I was like, man, this is what I pay for. Let me do it. So i said, hey, Hey, I have this idea. I want to do a blog on um how I got into physical therapy school. I think that that can help a lot of people. And it's like school blog. It's like no, you make a video. I was like, shoot, it's like a video. Like blog was already like, I felt like outside my comfort zone already doing blog. I've never written blog. So now this guy's asking me to make a video. I was like Eh, you know what? I uh, might as well just make a video, so I started making a video. Don't know how to edit, don't know how to put anything, how to arrange like on a go. I'm learning this stuff. Next thing you know, I'm learning. I was like, "Oh shoot, like I like this stuff. I like putting these videos together. Oh my God, so then that first video took me it was a Saturday. It took me two days to make that video. I spent the whole Saturday recording. I didn't like the way it sound. I deleted it, recorded again and again. And then Sunday I was done with the video and then I had to find out how to edit. Like, how do I edit this stuff on YouTube, searching all this stuff. Right. And then finally I edited the video, posted it. And then, um, by that time, like I was already like in PT school. So I was in like, I was about to finish the first semester. What if if you would call it that? And then I posted it. And I was like, oh, look at that. It's just like people started resharing it. But it was like people in the Greg community. And then uh, I woke up and videos that have a thousand views. It's my first video. I was expecting like 20 views. I have a thousand views. I was like, what's going on? Like, is this how easy YouTube is? What is going on? The next week, videos at 3,000. Next week, 4,000, 5,000. And I'm like, okay, this is crazy. What is going on? And it's like, well, that video is going viral in the community. It's like, what? My first video on the internet is going viral. That's crazy. So then I was, like, I was like, dopamine, like to the roof. So I was like, I got to figure out how to make more of this because this is cool. So I started making more videos. Second video didn't go viral, but it, didn't, it did well. Third video did not go viral at all. So I'm chasing virality. I'm chasing how to make content. I was like, okay, I see this guy called um, Casey Neistat is doing, I like what he's doing. Uh, do you know who Casey Neistat is? Yeah. 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 So I I like the vlog style. So I was like, I got to do that. So I started incorporating that onto my video. I was having the time in the world, man. I was like editing. Next thing, you know, people started messaging me like crazy. I didn't leave my contact information in any of the video at that time. I didn't know what call to action was like, I didn't leave anything. So people started finding me. They started finding my Facebook. They, they found me on Twitter, on Instagram. They were messaging me like crazy showing me the application They like, Oh my God, you are an inspiration. Can you help me? Can you look at my application? So I was like, bet. Let me look at your application real quick. I was like, uh, oh, it's like this and that. I don't know. You don't have enough observation hours. Literally, I was coaching. I didn't know I was coaching. Right. So and then as I started doing this, I know there's a pattern like people didn't. It's not like, yeah, some of them had like low GPA, but it was just like the level of confidence, the self-esteem, the limiting belief, the doubt. Like that's all I was doing through the Facebook message, to some calls, to some phone calls. It's just having people fight through limiting belief, like having people fight through doubt. That's all I was doing in, in coaching. I didn't even realize it. And then I was like, man, this is like like this is fun, but at the same time, it's getting heavy because now people started telling me like crazy stuff. Like I had one guy tell me, like, oh my God, like you don't know how you inspired me. I'm from the hood. We only know basketball. We only know football. We don't know anything else. The fact that I saw you on a video telling me that with a low GPA, you could make it to a doctorate program, that inspired me. And I was just like, damn, like this is, I thought this was fun. Now this is not, this is not as fun anymore because people are getting serious. So then I went on, um, on SSPT live and people are like, wait, so you, you're doing consultation for free now. And it's, it's been like up a year at this point. I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh no, you need to charge. And that's when it started not to be fun. I was telling my coach this the other day. I said, that's when it started not to get fun because the moment you put the money in it, now I was starting to have to think money. I have to like charge people stuff. Like this is a whole different mindset. You're doing stuff for free because you like it. Now you have to charge money, a different story, a different mindset. And I wasn't ready for that that mindset yet. Yeah. Since that as uh, that, you have a question. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no,
1: no, no. I was going to say it's a different mindset switch. Once you're like doing that, like if you're interning under someone and then it's that first, that first time, even just charging someone, even though it, it might even be like really small. Right.
2: Dude, I'll tell you what my price was. <laughs> it was crazy. So, uh, they, everyone told me to charge and I'm like, damn, like I have to, I have to start charging now. Like Oh, it doesn't feel right. So I was like, man, I was having fun. Just like coaching. I was done. Like I was like studying and then I'm done with studying. And you know, PT school is hard. Like you're studying till like 30, 10 30 after I'm done studying. So after i am done studying at like 45, 10 o'clock, then I'll spend an hour just like talking to people, coaching people for free. Not because like I had like, he was just like, it was just fun. Right. This is like you're talking like I was grinding and I didn't know I was grinding. It's just like, man, this is fun. Like these people are like from nowhere. Like I've made so many friends. Like I've gone I've helped people actually get into my school. It was just fun. So then I'm in class, right? I'm in class and I'm like, Oh, I was like, oh my God. I'm uh, like two weeks after the live event. I'm like, Oh my God. I really have to charge. And then, uh, so then I went in, I changed my stuff. I told people like, Hey, listen, I had like one product and it's a product. It's an info. It's a digital product where I just basically went to like over like 400 schools. And then I found which school will actually, actually take you because it's hard to get into PT school. They want people with cumulative GPA of 3.0, and above for both prerequisite and cumulative. So then I went ahead and dug to all the school and found out which school will actually actually even consider your application. So I was like, let me make that my product. And I was selling it. Know people wanted it. People wanted it. They're like, where's the list? Like, where's the list? I was like, well, I have the list, but I can't really like give it to you because it took me a long time to, and it took me like three hours to get put that list together. Like I charge for the list. Now just that's, that, that was it. That was just like my salesman pitch. Like I, I spent three hours working on this. Like I'm charging for it now. Now I remember the first person who came in and asked me, she was like, yeah, my son is thinking about this. Um, and I saw on your Facebook that you mentioned that there's a list that you're selling. And I'm like, yeah. And then she said, how much? And I was like, I was in class. So I, I went outside to pee. Cause I was like, no way. This is like, uh, this isn't how easy this is. This is too easy this is how selling is This is easy like that. She's like, how much is it? I didn't even have a price. So then I'm like, uh,", uh and I'm like 50 bucks. And then she's like, do you accept PayPal? And I was like, no way. She's willing to pay 50 bucks for, for a piece of paper, for a PDF. I'm like, no way. Long story short, man. I, I signed up. I didn't have a paper. I signed up for PayPal right away, sent it to her, got my favorite. Well, was I got like 43 because PayPal took all, <laughs> PayPal charged me, charged me some crazy fees. But I was like, oh, this is how it is. And then at some point, like I kind of like outgrew the whole page because I was getting knee deep into like a PT school now. Like I was second year. there other, like I had other goals in mind. Cause I knew like this channel was not like the end. Like I knew I was doing it temporarily. And um, there are other stuff that was happening too. Like I was getting imposter syndrome. Like people would tell me to make courses and I was like, nowhere new. I I just started charging $50. Now everyone's pushing me to make a course. I was like, man, I don't know if I can do that. And then Casey and Joseph came into the mix. They invited me to, do the, um, to feature on the course. That was it. And then I, after I did that, I was like, yep, I'm done. I don't need to do that anymore. That's, this is a sign for me to move on. So then I'm like, okay, what am I good at? What am I good at? At that time, Greg had another course called passion into profit. So because I was in SSPT, I had access to the course as better. So then I went into the course, figure out and they had the whole blueprint of how to start a business. You start with your passion and then you find who you can serve. And I, I used that model. I was like, what do I like to do? I'm like, really? Like if I'm not in PT school and if I'm not like coaching pre-PTs, I'm playing soccer. So maybe I should start something with soccer. But at that time, I didn't want to do like YouTube soccer. Like, I was like, man, this is, this feels like a lot of work to do YouTube soccer. I don't want to do that. So let me, Instagram was starting to boom a little. I was like, let me, let me try this Instagram stuff. If I can get success on YouTube, maybe I can get success on Instagram. Boy, was that painful. Nate, I got to tell you, man, Instagram is so much harder than YouTube. So much harder. So much harder. So I started, oh my God, like, Oh, how do I get to like 300 followers? How do I, oh man. So, so focused. Like at some point I became obsessed with Instagram. I was buying courses here and there, just trying to figure out like how this work, how this work, how that, oh man. I, I bought a ton of course. One course that I think really, really, I, I think this guy's not doing a course anymore. Of course, the course was viral venom. Guy was basically teaching you how to properly like maneuver on Instagram so that the algorithm stays in your favor so I started learning from there starting applying it I was like oh okay this is working and then like he had like suggesting to like do follow and follow that was like a method that was like really really yeah. really popular at that time yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then i'm like let me try to do that so i paid somebody to do that for me like cheap and he had like a software and he started doing follow and follow follow and follow overnight my account grew to like 3k i was like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> and then overnight again i lost everybody <laughs> because i was doing follow and follow yeah so i was like man this is not going to work like i need to figure out how to do it and then as i kept experimenting experimenting I found out that a few videos that was really, really working. And then all I did was like replicate the same kind of videos. And then one went viral and then boom, that's it. One video went viral. Next thing you know, people started coming in, coming in, coming in. I started getting some steam. It went to 3K again, 5K, 6K. And then I was like, oh my God. So people started wanting to to go live with me. So I started doing interview with people. I got in front of other audience, grew again and then boom, 10K. Once you hit 10K, then it's like, You could do barely any work and then, like, kept going, you kept going, you kept going. And then you got to 30K. And then at that point, I went to the, another SSPT live. People started telling me the same thing why are you not monetizing? Yeah. (laughs) Why are you not monetizing? And I was like, I, I think Will Boyd, Will Boyd told me, like, Berg, this is what you do. You go in there, you do a poll, and you ask people what they want. I was like, it's that simple. He said, yeah, it's that simple. So I went on there, right on the live. Right, doing the SSPT live, and I said, "Hey guys, I'm thinking about doing this. I'm thinking about doing a strength and conditioning um, program, and I'm thinking about doing a ball control program. Which one you want?" And then like 200 people on each side. I had like about a thousand people into the poll, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Oh my god, like what? The people actually want this?" And then and then uh Wheelboy told me to do the scariest thing I think I've ever done in that time frame. He said, "You're gonna message all these people, and you're gonna tell these people like." you ain't going to ask him to pay for the program as you make the program. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I'm like, huh? Like you want me to like take money and the program is not even done. He's like, yeah. I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I can do that. So then I summoned the courage and I did manually sent all the 600 something people. It took me like over like a week to do it. Oh my God. Like people started laughing at me. It's like, why you want me to pay? You don't even have something yet. Yeah, they're laughing. It's oh man. Yeah, I know. Oh, you told them? Yeah, well, uh, they, they told no. They he told me to do it. So oh, I went. Okay, I I was like, Will boy, is making money right now. So he's doing something right. I yeah, might as well just yeah. listen. So I went and messaged everyone I, that answered the poll. Yeah. Some people said, yeah, we interested. And some people laughed. Some people like gave me the middle finger. Like I was like, oh, that's how it is, man. It was, it was rough. It was rough. So then I started learning. Okay. So this is how you get people. Like, this is how you, you see who's interested, who's not interested. This is how you use stories to kind of like figure out where people are into your sales funnel. That's how I learned this stuff. Yeah. Like trials and their pain. Painful trials and errors. Yeah. So then I, one thing, so I got mad imposter syndrome, man. Mm-hmm. So you probably super aware of how it is when you new aspiring entrepreneur trying to do something, you got to shift to a different identity. You got to leave that identity, that person who you were a month ago and then transition to a new person. And I wasn't ready to transition to that new person. Like I started legit. I started creating the course. I started creating a ball control course. I found a a soccer player to do the thing with. We started recording videos and I stopped. I was like, this doesn't feel right. Super imposter syndrome. I ran away. I was like, no, this doesn't feel right. I got to focus on PT school. I came up with all the excuse that I could get. So, and then eventually like I stopped posting and then I post again. I stopped posting now in third year of PT school and it's stressful it's stressful. I right? it's just like between posting and trying to like get ready for the boards, get ready for final, like it became really stressful so I just stopped posting altogether. And then um so you never made that course. I never half of it is still on Google Drive.
1: Oh. Never. I
2: didn't I didn't finish it. Never. Okay. Never. So then uh, by that time I was done. I was sort of done with find the last final, the comprehensive final for PT school and I was studying for my board and I started posting again. And then I got one client to it. That's a client that just wanted um, a strength and conditioning program because he got tired of being pushed around on the field. So I said, Listen, man, I'm super busy. I'm studying for my board. I'm not going to do this for free for you. Like, if you want to do this, like, pay me a hundred bucks and I'll program something for you. And he's like, Yeah. And I was like, Huh? Just like that. I was trying to push him away. And then he was willing to pay me a hundred bucks. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, well, wow, this is cool. Seems like every time I don't want to sell, sales keeps coming to me <laughs> funny That's how that works,
1: works. <laughs> like,
2: there's, some, there's something here like every time i every time i'm not desperate i don't want to sell, the sales. the sale keeps coming to me every time i want it i move away so then i program it for him but at the time i started sitting i'm sitting back and i'm started thinking like all the people that are really engaged in my soccer content they are teenagers they don't have money to like if I the money that i w- that i wanted from this thing. wasn't right. It's like, I'm going to charge at like 20 bucks. I, I will have to move like so many products to, to get me to like an income that I would want. And I wasn't seeing it from the people that were engaging with my thing. And then I started testing it a little bit. I said, let me do affiliate market. Let me promote other people's products. So rude awakening, rude awakening. That's why I'm so passionate about when I speak about Instagram followers does not equal sales. Like there's a reason for this. So then I went, went and messaged somebody and say, Hey, um, I like your product. I like to, um, like, let's, let's try it out. See how many people get it. If I promote it. And I promote the product on my story and almost every week on my feed. I kid you not, man, mm-hmm. not a single person, but not a single person, wow. bought, And not a single person click on the link. That was like, that was, I was like, Oh my God look at me. I have like 30 something K followers, and Mm -hmm. I can't even sell. I can't even sell a single affiliate link. Something's going on here. I don't know what I did wrong, but there was something going on there. And I was like, Oh my God. I was like, man, I don't have time to think about this now. I got past my board. Mm -hmm. So then afterwards I didn't want, because of that shock that I got from posting a link and nobody bought it. I didn't want anything to do with the soccer page anymore absolutely nothing to do with it. I was like, I don't want to go on there anymore. Like I can't even sell a single product. I'm a freaking failure. Like all this work that I was doing, helping people, people were sending me MRIs and x-ray just so I could help them out. And then now I get not a single one of these people, like one on affiliate product. That's crazy. Mm. Now at that time, I didn't understand where all my content fit into the sales funnel. I didn't yeah. understand like demands. I didn't want, like, if I now if someone send me an MRI, man, I'm trying to get you on a, on a rehab program. Yeah. And I'm charging you like freaking a thousand bucks minimum. Yeah. But at that time I didn't understand that. I was just like in my feelings mm-hmm. because I had the huge, I am this, this influencer guy with 30 K followers and nobody would buy from an affiliate link. That's crazy. So then I ran away. I ran away and then focus. I I graduated at the time. I got my job. So I just focusing on being a clinician, right? Focusing on being a clinician. But six months into being a clinician, I was like, man, this is not like, this is, I don't see me doing this for like 10 years. Like this is not, and mortgage came in, in the picture and my fiance is talking about kids. And I'm like, yo, this salary is okay, but this is not going to be enough. Like it's it's not going to move the needle. I need reality, reality hits. Yeah. Right here and there. And I'm like, I need to go back to online. So then I took Willboard's course on digital marketing and started learning about video editing. I knew this stuff already yeah. um, from editing on YouTube. Website design, which was new to me at the time. I didn't know because I, I like design. So I was like, let me focus on website real quick and see what's up. So I started designing. So I, I hit up one of my friends. He's a realtor. And I said, hey, let me design your website. You don't have a website. Let me design one for you for free you don't have to pay me. I just, I just need some reps. So he, he yeah, he, he let me design the thing. He liked it. So I was like, I right, move on to the next person. Another person coming. Hey, let me do that for you for free so I can get some portfolio. portfolio going. Yeah. So he let me design it. Okay. I got two websites. So then I'm like, okay, who's next? And then I looked at my boss website for his clinic. Horrendous. And I said, Hey man, um, you might need to consider like changing the website because this is this is there just like sitting and collecting dust. Like you can get leads, you can get people to call you. You know, he's an old guy. He's like, wait, I can get leads. I can get people. It's like, yeah, you can.
1: Yeah. And he's
2: like, oh my god. you said, like, can you take that? Can you take that? i was like, yeah, I'll do it for you. But it's first time I charge high ticket. I was like, yeah, I'll do it for you, but you know, normally, and then I'm like coming up with like bullshit reason, like, all right, normally with this, this is cause this, this is cause that, this is cause this. I'm doing like the whole like value stacking yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, I've, that I usually see on the webinar yeah. off the top. I'm doing this. He said, but since I work here, I'll do it for you for a thousand. And he's like, okay. And I was like, shit, I should have said like 1500. <laughs> he, he responded way too quickly. Yeah. So this is how I got my first, I got my first high ticket uh, money, I guess. So for my boss, he paid me a thousand dollars. I designed a website for him and everything. Boom, got them, got my money. I was like, wow, this, this is nice. And then I found out how many people I had to talk to to actually get client. And it's like, you have to like send out like messages to a boatload of people before you get client. And you have to like talk to them. I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, like, I don't, you send, send out, I, because I was so used to people coming to, to you. Yeah. And ask for help from the YouTube and the Instagram influencer conditioning that I failed to see, like some of the basic of entrepreneurship, which is prospecting.
1: I didn't. Prospecting know. and just that, even just that cold outreach. I mean, we're so against it because we get it all the time. I always get, hey, get these 10,000 followers or whatever. I always get that message. But as long as you come from a place of like, you know, you're trying to actually help someone. I think when you're doing the cold outreach, it's a lot better, right? Wouldn't you say?
2: Well, I would say that. But right now at this stage of the game, people are their guards up. They have their walls up all the time. Like you have to come up with a different technique. Even the cold EM doesn't, your, your cold EM has to be like TIGIC now. You can't okay. just call DM somebody. They're not going to answer you. They're going to look at my page and you're gonna be like, I help new coaches. It's like, I know what this guy want. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to answer him. So that's, that's what I'm running into. And that's what I'm trying to figure out a different ways to like a yeah. prospect. So that's, that's, that's where I was. Like, I didn't know I wasn't accustomed yeah. to like going to people and pitch mm-hmm. and ask for the sales. I was used to people coming to me. Mm -hmm. So when I found out I had to do that, that was like way outside my conference. And I was like, oh man, I don't, mm, I don't know if I, if that business model is for me, man, I don't know. So I quit within three months, I quit. So then I got this, I bought this other course called um, inbox blueprint. And what they teach you in that course was you email marketing, email people, you email blast people, you nurture them. And then eventually they buy your product. You, you send them to like a, a page funnel. Yeah. And then they buy your product. I was like perfect. I don't have to talk to people. All I have to do is <laughs> I was like, send email to people. This is lit. Yeah. So then I started doing that. I started doing that. I set up my little Facebook thing. I learned Facebook ad and started running ads. I did the man, Facebook ad is not is no joke, man. Yeah. The copy. Oh my god. Like my copy got rejected like probably like 10 times. <laughs> so so wow. I had to redo it and redo it and redo it. And then finally, like it got approved. I sent it out like, cause the ad was still in testing phase, eating my, eating my money, eating money just time. Um, I got one person to sign up and I was like, what all this work for two months, only one person signed up. That is crazy. And Facebook was still eating my money. Cause it's trying to figure out who to send this thing to. So, and then at the same time, I was like, man, I, I like talking to people. So this is not, this is not like talking to people. But at the same time, I didn't want to go prospect. So I was like, this is not, this is not good. Yeah. So then I signed up for coaching. I dropped 10K on a coaching program just so I wouldn't repeat this pattern of jumping from courses to courses to courses anymore. And then guess what I had to do when I purchased that course? Cold outreach. Cold outreach. (laughs) I hated it, man. I was was like, oh, Uh... I have to do cold. So then I started doing the cold outreach, getting outside my comfort zone again, and Cold outreach, going to DMs, going to Facebook group, adding people on Facebook. At that time I was on Facebook. Yeah. The business was um helping uh, new grads set up a side hustle. But yeah, that was the third business. Well, fourth business. All good. But at the at the same time, it didn't feel right. Like I was like stressed all the time. Every time I had to do cold outreach, and people started messaging me, say, Hey, um, have you how many people have you helped before? And I was every time they asked me this question, man, it's like someone just like, like someone just like uppercut me ran right chin
1: because
2: mm. I haven't helped that many people before. I'm just starting mm-hmm. out. Like it's like, how many people have you helped? I was like, um, not that many. I'm just starting out. It's like, you might want to consider like getting people results first. That's what I was getting. I was, that's when I was like, Oh, this doesn't feel right. Like people are calling me out. This is not good. So then like, I was like doing interviews on my Facebook group at the time. So I interviewed Will and Will did the whole interview. And then at the end he asked me about the business. And he said, he said, how does that feel? And I was like, to be honest with you, man, it doesn't feel right. He's like, well, I know why it doesn't feel right. And I'm like, tell me more. He's like, well, you know, it's, you want to teach something that you haven't successfully done yet. He said, you might have started very multiple different side hustle, but you haven't had great success in the side hustle. Yet, and that's messing up your confidence. And I'm like, oh shit, he's right. I was like, he saw right through me. I was like, damn. And his mindset. Like, yeah. He said, and then he's like, why don't you just do Instagram? And I was like, that idea never crossed my mind at all. I was like, Instagram, what do you mean? Well, he said, you grow a soccer page to like 20 some, 30 some K. Like you obviously know how to go on Instagram. Right. And I was like, yes, I do. And he said, have you made money on Instagram? I said, not a lot, but I've made like two sales. He said, that's, that's more than most people that I've talked to. Yeah. He said, why don't you just teach people how to like go their Instagram and see if they can get client off Instagram. And I was like, Oh my God, thank God. Will! thank you so this, from above. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, it's like an angel came in and with the sound and everything. And I was like, thank you. Like, this feels so good. Like I don't even have to like, this is congruent. Like, yep. I'm, not, I'm not fighting anymore. Right. That ran in there. Like I quit the Facebook group. So I was like, wait a second. I've had two sales on Instagram. This is not it. This is not a proven concept. I need to figure out if I can get people results. So then I started working with four clinicians to figure out if I can get them results. I was like, if I'm going to tell people like, can I help them go to their Instagram and get them to to get clients? Can I do that? Can I do that? And like, can I work with people for two months for free? In retrospect, I should have never done that. I should have made them pay for free to get them results. And then I started doing it Like every week. I get two calls, two calls. I'm coaching people through, coaching people through, coaching people through. The one person was really happy because he didn't know he was, he's a clinic owner. So he was trying to get um, his page up and he found out he didn't know anything about Instagram. So he was like very happy to learn. It was like my best student. And then the other person, she was already established. She's got a big podcast and whatnot. She just wanted to see how to get sales on Instagram. So then it was easy for her because she already had the inference, but she wasn't, promoting. I was like, why are you not promoting your stuff? He's like, oh, well, I didn't know. Like, so then I was like, let's do a promotion post. And I did a promotion post. She got a lead and then she was able to close that lead. I was like, perfect. Now I'm not going to take all credit because she did all the work to get the inference, but just that little fact that yeah. she was able to get some lead just from structuring a carousel post yep. based on a promotion, I can do that. So that gave me a little bit of confidence. And then I found out, I cannot help people grow in two months. That's impossible. Like you can't go your Instagram to like this in two months. No, like the two months itself is just enough to teach people the basic. So I got to come up with a different angle, right? So maybe I can help people get client on Instagram. How do you get client? Well, you, you first of all, you need to learn how to grow. You need to learn this. You need to look that. And I'm not giving people specific dates. Because some people get you clients in ninety days. Well, I don't know if I can get you clients in ninety days. It's just like there's so many factors, and you get you could say like
1: you can get leads in ninety days, but get you a client meaning the sale because you're not teaching sales. I'm not teaching
2: sales, but now I'm teaching sales. But before that, before that, I wasn't. Before that, I I didn't know I didn't have a concept. So then I'm like, hmm, okay. So can I get people clients on Instagram? Let me see if I can do that. So I started with um, clinicians. That was my first niche. Then I found out most clinicians don't really care about really going on Instagram. They just just want people to come to their clinic. And the clinicians that were following me, they were new grads. They had no, absolutely no desire to be on Instagram. They just wanted to be better clinicians. So I was like, man, that niche is not working. I got to switch. So I switched to like solo entrepreneurs, but solo entrepreneurs was like too vague. It's solo entrepreneur means different thing. You got like service-based, product-based, whatever you name it, e-commerce, it's a whole bucket. So I was like, I did that for another two months. It's not working. But as I kept doing this, I started noticing that there were certain people that there's a trend would interact with me. Yeah. There was a certain trend, certain people that will interact with me. They'll ask me questions and all these people, they were kind of like coaches they were kind of like a like a specific skill set one lady was like she was trying to figure out she got tons of skill set dudes like she's sitting on gold like she can do anything and she can make money but she was just like unclear of how she can what direction to take her page so then i messaged her in a dm we were chatting with whatnot trying to figure out where she's at and then i found out like she wants to coach people i was like oh okay and another lady, same thing. She wants to coach people. And then another lady, she's a fitness person and she wants to coach people. I was like, okay, the people that are kind of vibing with me right now are coaches. So let me go with new coaches. I'm not going to go with experienced coaches because they have a problems. problem. They're trying to scale to like seven figures. They're trying to like go full-time. This is a different problem I can't solve. But helping a new coach go to their Instagram and get clients, uh, let me see if I can do that. So then talking to the lady, Okay. And then I'm like, yo, um, do you want to hop on a strategy call real quick? I charge you 200 bucks and I'll give you two sessions, two for the price of one. She's like, yes. Same ha ha moment again. I was like, oh, it's that easy? <laughs> huh? What is going on here? It's like, I was in it was just like, because I already had a rapport with her already. Like it felt natural to just like, Hey, just like, this is what I charge. Like, I want to help you. I don't think one session is going to be enough because you have a lot of questions. So what about we do two sessions? And then I remember as I'm typing this, I remember like people like discount. And I said, how about, are you okay to do two sessions for the price of run? She said, yes. I was like, Oh, okay. We're getting somewhere. Send her my Calendly link, she signed up, there you go, boom, 200 bucks. My first paycheck, my first sale since I started the Instagram in three, five months ago. I was like, oh, okay. I started noticing the trend now. Yeah like people. And then I started connecting the dot with every sale that I made from YouTube and Instagram. It's like, Oh, people, people have to know me. They have to have a relationship with me Yeah, I feel like they're paying. Okay. I'm, I'm on to something here. And then, um, I was like, okay. And I know this when I get in front of people and I start talking to people like that gets me fired up and that gets me more sale Cause people are like, yo, I want to sign up for another session. Yeah. And I said, and I'm like, how do I get in front of people? I was like, let me run a free audit ran a free audit, um, for people just to critic their Instagram that didn't work because people were just like, yeah, they were excited to like send their handles, but nobody followed through on the correction, on the pointers I gave them. So I was like, this is not good. Um, I got to find another method. So I was like, I need to figure out who my people are. So I was like, let me send out surveys. I was like, Hey, you fill this survey out for me. And then uh, I'll do a strategy call with you for free. And then I got like six people to fill out the survey. And then as I'm doing a survey and then at the end of the survey, then I do the strategy call with people and then people started telling me things and I'm like, Oh, okay. And then I'm like, yo, like, this is so good, man. Like I need to pay for a session. I was like, you might as well. Nice. And then they pay for another session another person pay for another session. But it was like at commodities. Well, I wouldn't say commodity, but well, it's still like commodities. Yeah. I was charging 200 bucks for like an hour session, just to see, cause my confidence wasn't up there yet. So I was like, let me see if I can charge." moment. I started and then Kyle Rice came in. Oh, there it is. I charged Kyle Rice 200 bucks. That just boosted my confidence up all the way. Cause I was like, listen, if I can like coach Kyle Rice on this, I can coach anybody. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Then the next day, I was like, change my stuff. I removed the 200 bucks. I was like, I'm charging high ticket prices now. I got to focus on coaching program. Cause that's why I signed when I paid 10 K to do the, for the coaching program, they taught me how to make my Mm. own coaching program. So I was like, I'm going to use that on Instagram. And then that's how it is, man. That's how we got. And then, uh, um, Sean light messaged me and he's like, Hey, what you doing? And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this $200. He's like, how many consult you have to do to get, I was like a boatload. If I want to make a certain number, he's like, man, just let's talk. So I talked to him. He ran me through his um, freebie. Um, and then he's like, Hey, listen, this is today is the day you got to charge. You got to charge, change your price and everything. And then I listened to the whole module and I was like, yep, it's, it's done. Yeah. And I, I removed the 200 bucks from my page. And then I'm like, I'm charging high ticket now. I didn't put it, but you can get a free strategy call, but I'm going to try to close you if you're right fit.
1: I mean,
0: yeah. And then,
2: um, yeah. And then I started posting, posting and in one post, one lady came in asking me, I think I posted, I forgot what I posted, but she, she had a question about it. So I was like, Hey, um, you are interested in a strategy call, um, just to help you out. Cause, um, there's a lot to uncover here. And I don't feel like I can do that through a DM. She's like, yeah. And they signed up for the strategy call. I over delivered. And then, um, she was selling like essential oils, which was like 30, 40 bucks. And, you know, she wanted to support her husband. So her husband wouldn't work like two jobs, three jobs. And I was like, same thing Sean Lai told me, I brought it back to her. And I said, Hey, um, increase that price. Like take how many products you have to move to, you say, get to an income. She said, well, based on this, I will have to move like a thousand something. And I said, have you considered like charging, like offering something else, something at higher prices. And she said, no. And then I didn't even pitch my offer and then nothing like that yet. So then, uh, and then I left the call at that because she wasn't ready. She didn't feel like she was ready. And then I'm playing soccer the next day. Next thing you know, I get a DM saying, Hey, I want to hear about your offer. Like you really got me thinking about doing something else. Like I want to hear about this. And then got on a strategy call again, pitch my offer. And she's like, Oh my God, it's so good. At that time, I didn't even know what I was doing to say the offer was good. So not to like re-engineer this, to figure out what I said to her. And it turns out it was a payment plan. Cause I was like, Hey, so listen, listen, it's, it's this price, but if you want, we can do payment plan because it's, it seems like it's a big sum for you. And I'd really like to help you. Cause I think you've been doing a lot of stuff already. And she's like, yes, there's a payment plan. And then I got my first high ticket client. And then I was like, I got the blueprint. I know it. I know how it is now. Let's go. And, then, and that's it. And this is how I started with new coaches. The, the, the reason why I'm really honing in into the new coaching now is because I know what it's like. I know what it's like to like, you know, like take a skill that you have and just like help people because it's all started on YouTube. And I see the impact that it can have when you do that. And I know new coaches fall into like a bunch of things. They, they have clarity issues. They don't know what they can offer. They have confidence issues, just like I had confidence issue. I've been through the whole nine yard. I know what they're thinking. I know what they've been going through. And I'm like, I'm in the position right now where I can help these people. I might not be able to help them get six figures, seven figures, but I can help them get their first client. I can help them get their second client. And that's how I started doing man.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome that that you were able to do that. Um, I mean, I'm sure people got a lot of information from that. That's going to help them. Like, so what would you say was like, What is one way that you're helping people fight through that doubt? Because I mean, so this is mainly clinicians that you're speaking to. And, you know, a lot of them are doubting themselves with even throwing out offers. I mean, just even posting it like, Hey, this is what I have. This is a massage package, or this is, you know, this, that, like, how do you help them get through that?
2: So what I do is when I, for example, the first clients I got, I'm coaching, I'm coaching right through. It's just a matter of showing people what their superpower is. You got to show people what, what skills that they have. And that is the first thing, because if you want to sell to people, if you want to get clients, you need to, if you want to get clients, you need to, first of all, you need to know the client. You need to know what pain, their pain point. You need to know what problems they have. You need mm-hmm. to know their dreams, their aspiration. That is, a, that's, what's the first thing you mm-hmm. can not sell to people. If you don't know their problems, if you don't know their problems, you can not come up. So find these people's problem first. Okay. Before you can even get to these people's problem, can you actually help these people? How do you figure out how to help these people? Well, we got to go back to the roots. Let's find out your skills. Let's find out your values. Let's find out your experience. What have you done? What obstacles have you overcome? And how can you help people using that obstacle that you overcome? I help basically what I do is in a nutshell, help help people find their superpower, their personal brand, their story, because this is how you're going to sell with your story, Mm -hmm. how you overcome certain things and use that to actually help somebody that's going to the same thing you don't need to be an expert. The only expertise you need was overcoming that obstacle. Now, everything IG, knowing IG, knowing this, knowing that, knowing how to engage with people, that, that I can teach you. But, you know, the, that I can teach you. Yeah. But the, that's the easy part. The hard part is looking inward to figure out what superpowers, what things we can provide. And I'm telling you, I, I have people go to a worksheet, worksheet to actually put everything in the blender, grind it out, yeah. and see what comes out. And people are surprised, like, oh my God, like I've gone through this. I can help people through this. It's like, voila. Oh my God, I had cancer and I I had cancer. And I remember battling to cancer and doing this and all the trials and tribulation and all the ups and downs, And I was able to overcome that. I can help people do the same thing. And people are like, oh my God. And say, yep. Once you know, once you clear on what you can offer now, once you clear on what you can provide, then we just figure out how to package an offer for you. Yeah. To do that. You just need to figure out what people have, what problems do they have? Okay. Once you figure out what problems they have. All right. Let's, how can you help these people? What result can you give? Okay. I can give this result. So how are you going to walk people through these results? Okay. That's yep. the offer. Walking them through that journey. Yeah. Walking through that journey. That's all you're doing. That's all you're doing for people. Now. Yeah. It's just, sometimes it's just, you know, getting people that I know clinician won't even post. I won't even post, won't even show their face on social media. Mm-hmm. It's all experimentation. At some point, you got to go outside your confidence. It sucks. But from experience, I can tell you it's not as big of a deal as you think it is.
1: Yeah. And you had to build that rapport and you have to show your face to build that rapport because you need to build that know, like, and trust. So then like we're talking about when you got on the phone with that oil lady, right? Yeah. Now that person, they're not some random person that's coming to you. They're
2: not not some random person. I've already talked to those people like many, most times. So there's no friction here. Those people feel like they're my friend.
1: Yep. They're your friend. They already know your dog's name and stuff. Yeah. Like there's calls where I jump on, you know, with people in sales and they're like, oh, like, how's your fiance doing? Like, how's the wedding planning? And I'm like, oh, I guess I don't even really need to like, you don't need to. It's not awkward when you're like going in for that sale. It's like you're offering it to a friend.
2: No, it's not. That's why it doesn't feel it doesn't feel as awkward. I'll tell you, it feels awkward in webinars when you're getting a new bunch of new faces you don't know. That's yeah. why it's awkward. You're doing a workshop and then you have to like tell people about your That feels a little awkward, but
1: let's let's talk let's talk about that. You know, you just went through that. Like you were went three, days, three days, three oh days,
2: right? My God. Two, I did it for three days and I did it for two weeks. I did it one week, I took a break and I did it again. Man, let me tell you, the um, me doing the presentation, I'm fine. Uh-huh. But the preparation, like the mindset, the chatter in your in your head as you're about to go on, mm-hmm. like messaging people, asking people to come on. Like people see your message, but they don't answer. Like you have to get to you have not let that bother you, <laughs> bother you. It's a whole completely different shift, man. It's and that's the beauty of coaching when you have a good coach. He makes you go through like those situations that gets you outside your comfort zone. But that's the, it's the same, mm-hmm. you know, it's the same thing. Like you got to go to outside your comfort zone to do that, they ask mm-hmm. people to join into the, the workshop. Sometime I'm doing the workshop with just one person, but that's okay. That's okay. As long as, you know, like one person's here, I'm fired up. It's like that. Entrepreneurship is the best thing you can do to, for self-discovery because you find out what you made of, because you have to do a lot of things that you don't want to do.
1: Yeah. And I mean, that's the same thing with this podcast, right? Whether there's zero listeners or there's like a thousand, like I don't care as long as I know who I'm speaking to Mm -hmm. and I'm, that's all that I care about. I'm like, I'm trying to help that person. That is who I'm helping. Right.
2: That's the goal. I guess I would love for every like clinician to just like start a podcast or start something. Something outside the clinic because I'll tell you one thing as I started to talk to a lot more clinicians, like the burnout is rampant. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons why people are feeling burnout is because like their whole identity is wrapped around being a clinician, Mm -hmm. right? You study so hard, you work so hard to get into school, right? And then you get into bust your ass to pass the NPTE, and then now you study, you're working, and you find out like they're lowballing you with a low salary Mm -hmm. that makes you feel like, oh my god, like. I went that I pay like a hundred some grand for this degree, and yeah, this is what I'm worth. And then on top of that, now you you over you've been overworked, especially if you're working outpatient, Reimbursement is low. So people have to see a lot of patient so they can make ends meet. So that means you have to see a lot of patient. You're doing a lot of work and you find out you're not getting paid what you feel like you're supposed to get paid. Now all of a sudden yeah. your sense of self-worth is just like yeah. depleted. Yeah, And people are feeling burnout because they, they lose track of their full potential. Yep. So that's why me, I'm doing the same thing. I, sometimes I see like two people at once. Right. But mm-hmm. I never felt burnout. Like occasionally I feel tired, but I don't feel burnout because I have this, I have yeah. this to fall back on. I have like something else that I'm working towards that keeps me going. I feel like when you don't have anything else, yep. like you just a clinician, then it's just so much easier for you to feel that burnout.
1: Yeah. And I think it also allows you to be creative, you know, and really expand your mind with stuff.
2: Absolutely. You go there and you start talking to like all the digital marketers, all the coaches, you start getting tons of ideas. You want to collab with people. You want to do this. You want to do that. It just gets, just gets you excited. Mm -hmm. I can tell you like the clinic work don't get me excited anymore. Like I'm at the point where I feel like I plateau, Mm -hmm. like I'm not growing and for some reason it doesn't bother me.
1: Cause you're not going to be like I'm a director gro- or something like that. I'm not going. That's not what I'm, you're
2: striving to do. No, no, I'm not going in the clinic. Like even as a clinician, I feel like I've gone to like a standstill. Mm-hmm. I'm not learning new techniques. I'm not trying to get CEOs, but I'll tell you one thing that's been helping me just doing strategy calls with people. Mm-hmm. I've learned a lot to listen to listen and listen to the deeper problems. When people tell you something, go deeper, Trying to figure out, why'd you tell me this? Mm-hmm. What's behind this? That helped me a lot with doing evals and with patient. Mm-hmm. Cause now when I'm in doing the eval, I it's like, listen, I'm listening. People yeah. tell me something and I'm like, why'd you say this? And why'd you say it like this? Why'd you do that? And people are like, Oh my God, like, why are you asking so many questions? I was like, well, yeah, this, you know, there's just the feeling behind how you said it is going to be a problem. Like we need to, we need to change that. We need to change that mindset. So just communication alone from doing this Instagram stuff is um, applicable in the clinic. And I feel like that's the area where I've improved a lot in the clinic. But apart from like all the skills, I've just been sacked stagnant. And I don't even kind of like, I got to a point where I don't even care anymore. Like oh, I know that I'm not going to be, yeah. I know that I'm not going to be clinician for the five years. mm mm-hmm. For next five years. I next five years. I, maybe I, I might have like, maybe like one or two years left in me. And I'm planning to actually go. I want to get full time into this by like next spring. Let's go. So that's my it. plan. And it's it's funny. I, I'm saying that I don't have any regrets. Like, <laughs> I don't, I'm not, there's nothing that's just like, oh my God, but you went to school for this. But no. Yeah. Like I love, I love treating patient. I love doing it. But the online stuff is just, There's something special about
1: it, man. It's more rewarding. It gets you up in the morning, you know, that type of stuff. And and I want to bring back to like you hiring a coach and stuff. Like, I think the coach also helps you because coach helps you give you that hope. I mean, even you coaching people, like you're giving them hope, you're giving them belief and you're painting like this roadmap of like how to get to where they're trying to get.
2: The possibilities. Yeah. Just the possibilities. It's just so rewarding. You like helping people get unstuck. tell <laughs> How can people get unstuck, man? It's just, there's this one. Uh, I have a client who has tons of skills, yeah. tons of skills. Why right? she's a fitness trainer. She got tons of skills, but she can't figure out what her niche are, mm-hmm. what her niche is. A year going back and forth and can't find her needs, don't know who she wants to work with. Wow. And it turns out she's a mom. And she loves her kids. Oh, there it is. And she got two kids and she still find a way to work out almost every single day. And I'm like, you don't think there's some value in that? Like, you know, not every mom is able to do that. Like you overcame, yeah. you overcame mom guilt, which is big. Like you, you uh-huh. doing this for your kids. You got into fitness because of your kids. And you still maintain it. You don't think there's something going on in there? It's like, she's like, I don't know. I don't see it. (laughs) I'm like, like, yo, like, and I'm laughing in my head. I'm like, man, I was, I'm the same way. Like, why are we like this as human being? Like we have, we sitting on goals, but because like our lenses are so like fog clouded, by, like we can't even see it. But someone from the outside can just like a quick peek. And it's like, oh yeah, that's you right there. Like, this is what you can do. Can't even see it. Can't even see that she'll be a great, fitness trainer for months because and now oh, no, now she, she sees she, it. Now she's all in. Oh there it is. She's it all is. in now. She's it's she's all in. This is crazy. It's it's crazy just like how it is. It's like I, and I've been wrestling with this for years too. Like you get a Will Boyd had to help me do the Instagram thing.
1: Like I didn't even see it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's where I was last year, right? Right up until like finishing applying and stuff. And then I just pull everything out. And then I I have to tell it to my fiance and then she's like, oh yeah, I kind of knew that was going to happen, but stuff like that. And, but everyone that was around me already knew, like you're talking about will boy, he already already knew Josh and David Bailiff uncaged clinician. They already knew they're like, yeah, we saw that like years ago yeah and I'm like, Wow, yeah, and you don't you know, you don't
2: see it because you you're so deep in the trenches, you, you don't see Yep. It. how did it feel? like did it feel um like was there resistance at all? Did you feel sad a bit that you left? No, no,
1: no, because and I explained it to you earlier before this interview is literally because like I'm seeing I'm getting messages from my clients. Sending me messages from their clients or their patients saying that podcast that we helped launch changed their life, like literally changed someone's life. That is amazing. That is the most reward that I could get. Right. And I'm like, that's all I need. All I need is to impact that one person to be like, boom, you're good. Right. But then every month it's, it's more messages, more messages. And I'm like, oh my God. Like this is
2: leads are coming in like crazy. Yeah. Like rainfall. Huh? Yeah. Isn't that nice, man? That's nice. When leads are coming in like that, It's like, Shh, okay. Okay. You want to work? I don't know. Yeah. My schedule is full right now. I don't know if I can take you. It's a great feeling.
1: It's a great feeling, but then also it was crazy. Is like, so that one client, she was so afraid to even like put out her offer. Like we talk about. Right. And I got her finally to put out one offer on an episode. It was like, 80 bucks, something like that. Something that she was offering 80 bucks. Right. And then she made $600 off of it. And then the next month it was a 6,000. She's like, I got something here. And I'm like, yeah, you do. (laughs) I was like, I've been trying to get you to realize that the whole time. So that's what podcasts can do.
2: So I was just thinking about this yesterday. I was like, I should start a podcast just for this, just interviewing new coaches, interviewing new coaches finding out what make new coaches successful and wrap a little bit of instagram on there for them i was just been thinking about that a bit so i think i'm gonna start this up you should you should you really really should i think i'm gonna start this up because um my soccer podcast we just do it because um Andy and I we just do it because we just like soccer and we You're just passionate. Yeah. We, just, we just talk about it and it's it comes easy. Yeah. But this one can be used. Oh man, I can use this podcast for prospecting. I can have guests on. Man, he can open up doors.
1: It's a gold mine. I could tell you that. Well, Berg, I just want to thank you for uh, coming on the podcast today. So my listeners know this is the end of the podcast. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask you three random questions that come from Uh um, an application called Poddex. I don't know (laughs) if we can see it even there. (laughs) Yeah. But so what is, so this is one of the questions. What is your most terrible memory? That's kind of interesting.
2: Ooh, most terrible memory. Well, you want to hear that? Because this is, you can't get graphic, man. It's like... All right, all right, all right. We'll, we'll ask you
1: a good one. Here, Here's, here's, here's another one.
2: Because I'm from Haiti, man. I, I've seen some stuff.
1: <laughs> I've seen so, some stuff. So, the reason that these questions are is to get people to know you better and okay. build that like and trust. Ah, uh, okay. Right? All right. Because these are stories that people don't you know, normally talk about, right? Ah, uh, okay. If you want to, I'm not forcing you. I'm not forcing you. No, this.
2: that's... Well, I can talk about okay. this, because It's that we all adult here. Because when I was home, when I was in Haiti, like, I saw someone got shot. Yeah, like, it wasn't, like... There was, like... So, anytime, like, the government do something that the people don't want, you got a group of people that goes out in the street and, and say, no school is going to open, no business is going to be open until you fix this. So, if they find out you go going to schools, you find out you're going to work, then you know, you get shot at (laughs) and school as well. If they tell you, if they see a student with with uniform, they're going to shot at you. Wow. So yeah, I know. Thankfully I went to a school that didn't allow uniform. Like I could just casual, but at that point, like I was walking around in the street, um, leave going, leaving work, leaving work in school. And then people started running. Like you know, when people start running, just like oh, you like panting, like oh, there's a gun. Oh, okay. you know, they when people to start running, there's a gun in there. And as we run, run, I'm I'm on this side of the street, and I'm the, I'm looking at the other side of the street. Everybody running. Next thing you know, I hear bump, and then somebody just went down. I was like, oh shit! I was like, oh my god! This guy just got shot. Yeah. And then I went into somebody's house, random, some random person's house. It's like, so like the door was like half open. I just boom, boom, in. Boom, went yeah. in there and then the person looked at me and said, like, and then he, she recognized I was a little kid. And she's like, stay here. And i stayed there. Wow. And then until, and yeah, until things, you know, settle down and then I was able to like find a taxi and go home. Yeah, man, I've seen some, <laughs> some crazy stuff um, back home. It's funny how, when you grew up in that environment, because you see violence, stuff like that all the time, like it's normal. even me telling you this, it feels normal Yeah. to me, but I know for other people that might be listening, it's not normal at all. Yeah. That's shocking. Yeah it's not that's it's not normal at all but uh, you know that was part of my childhood too man 15 i remember
1: yeah and i mean that was just makes me appreciate life and everything and just gratitude but oh man i mean See, i didn't make. i didn't want to make you sad no no you didn't you didn't make me sad
2: i want to um, make you sad toward the end of the episode but yeah that's the environments i grew up in
1: yeah so so i didn't grow up in this environment but my mom is from nicaragua So Nicaragua is, it's kind of like Haiti. It's one of the poorest countries in, in the world. And so we have an missionary in our family. And so Che... Cuba, right? He wanted to take over it. And so he tried to basically force these people, my family and the missionaries, the Catholics uh, there to give them the, the land because he wanted the land. So yeah. And there was a moment there where it almost got taken, but I think the Catholic church ended up stepping in a little bit there, but it's like, we would never experience that where someone could literally come into my house right now and say like, this is mine. Get out. Yeah, that happens right? all the time, <laughs> all the time. Right. So it's like I just want to tell people like appreciate everything. Right. And that's what that tells me, and that that's even just food. Like I just appreciate food and stuff like that. Right. Like I'm running a I'm
2: running a 15 days gratitude um, on my Instagram, and yeah, I skip some days sometimes because I forget. But just doing that I'm um, just just made me appreciate like like I'm privileged. Yeah. Right now. Like look at I have a I got a, a laptop, I got a mic, I'm doing a podcast. Like this is a whole I could not imagine this if I was back home. Yeah. Now I, I'm complaining about 5G and not having 5G and not having fast Wi-Fi. Can you believe that? Yeah. Just so it wasn't 15 years ago. I didn't have this. Yeah. That's crazy. You're your success now, man. Now, yeah. Now I'm eating Mexican food and now I don't want to cook. <laughs> Like, um, it's is, it is funny, right? <laughs> but life is funny sometimes how you can grow and you just like, you see your past self, you don't even recognize it.
1: Yep. All right. Crazy. Last question What's the best
2: compliment you've ever received? what's the best compliment I ever received? I was well, it's not the best compliment, but that got me giddy up a bit. You know, you pandemic, you're in the clinic, you have to wear a mask, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I
2: have to wear a mask. And uh, so then I went, so I treat all my patients. All my patients knows me. They know my face, but they know the mask face. They don't know, they don't see my face without the mask. Yeah. So I went into a store. I didn't have a mask at the store. And then uh, I saw one of my patients. I said hi to her. And then uh, she was like, kind of taken aback. She's like, is that burn?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's like, it's like, Oh my God. Like you, like you have this, you have a hot smile. <laughs> and, and, it's just like, and I was like, Oh, <laughs> I didn't know what to say. So I just like blush. and started laughing even more. It was like an older patient. She's like, Oh my God. <laughs> There's a way she said it. I was like, I got, I was, I was like, that's the best company I've gotten that week. Mm-hmm. So that made my weekend there.
1: Awesome. That made my weekend. All right, Berg. Well, I just want to thank you for coming on the podcast, and then yeah, for anyone for uh, that resonated with your message and anything like that, and they want to work with you, how can they do that?
2: Just find me on IG. My IG um, username is ig with Berg. As simple as that. Berg B R G, and then R G with Berg. Simple. Just just shoot me up. Reach out. Shoot me a DM, man. Let's connect. What I do is help new coaches. Find clients on Instagram without needing a big following. And a lot of people I know who are new coaches, they lack clarity. They don't know what they can offer. They don't know, they don't know who they want to work with. They're changing niche every now, every they're changing niche every now and then. They don't know how to clarify their offer. They don't know Instagram. They don't know how to grow their Instagram. They don't know where Instagram fit into their sales funnel. Now, if that's you and you want to talk to somebody about that, just reach out
1: perfect and thank you for coming on and for listeners don't forget to rate review and follow for more
0: podcasts and we'll see you on the next one peace guys all right peace for more inspiring conversations like this one i invite you to join my free facebook group healthcare hacks and connections also be sure to subscribe rate review on apple spotify and stitcher or wherever you listen to your podcasts lastly be sure to follow our socials on Instagram, the podcast underscore doc, and Nate Novice on Facebook. Thank you, and have a great day.